Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Our Notre Dame Football Saturday continues with Legacy Heating and Air Game Day and your hosts, Tim Growl and Vince Tatario. Let's say good morning, and let's get this Camping World Bowl party started. This is your 14th-ranked Fighting Irish later today at 10-2. and two, Take on the 7-5 and five Dangerous Cyclones from Iowa State. Can Notre Dame pick up where they left off at season end, probably playing their best football of the year? Or will the fact that they're in a lower-tier game make it tough to get going and motivated? Basically, will they come out flat? We're all going to find out about 12 noon today down in Orlando as they kick off the ball at the Camping World Bowl. And we're going to talk about it with all of our show guests. But we're just going to have some fun today. We're going to find out their favorite bowl memories. We're going to find out their favorite memories of the past season. And maybe we'll even look back at the past decade. All in all, we got a, a packed lineup with some great guests. I'm Tim Growl, and I'm here in the WSBT studios in Mishawaka. And my partner through the whole season is down in Orlando living the life, Vince D'Addario. Good morning, Vince. Good morning, Tim. I don't know if I'm living the life. It's a little, uh, it's, <laughs> let's just put it this way. It is not the Florida vacation that I anticipated when uh, we talked about coming down here. But, uh, I, hey, I'm not going to complain. I've got a great view of Disney World uh, out my window. So, uh uh, it, it's a pretty good situation, I would have to say. I'm looking at the picture you just sent me. Kind of overcast down there in gray. Is that what it's been like since you've been there? Uh, a little bit, yeah. We uh, we battled the rain a little bit uh, yesterday when we were walking around. And uh, it looks to be about the same today. So I think there's going to be a little, little precipitation, a little bit of the wet stuff. But uh, we got an artificial surface over at Camping World Bull Stadium. So uh, I don't, you know... It'll be wet, but it won't be anything like uh, up in Ann Arbor. Uh, so <laughs> I hope know, nothing's I like Ann Arbor. That. <laughs> That's right. Hey, um, so give a, give a, give a, give us a little before we get our first guest a little brief. What, what are you what are you thinking for the game? Well, it, you know what, uh, you know, people who haven't looked at this game. Um, I would say are, are disappointed, obviously, with the fact that Notre Dame's in in the Camping World Bowl against the seven and five Iowa State team. But when you're just looking at the game itself and you start breaking it down and you start watching film of this Iowa State team, they're they're no slouch. I mean, they have taken very very good teams uh, right to the end. I mean, they they were attempting a two point conversion against Oklahoma to win the game and and uh, didn't get it, so they lost by one. Um, I, this is a good team, and they will throw the ball all over the yard on offense, uh, but they have a very good running back, uh, a true freshman, uh, who, who's, who's very, very, very good. 
um, in Brees Hall. Uh, Brock Purdy is their quarterback. He is excellent as a sophomore. They've got four pass catchers with over 600 yards and over 30 receptions. So he's not afraid to spread the ball around. They've got an excellent uh, you know, tight end in Charlie Kohler. Um, and so this is a good Iowa State team. And their defense uh, just brings craziness to the to the game. They, they run a three-man front, but after that, your guess is as good as mine because uh, different people I've talked to, they call it a 3-3-5, three, three, they call it a 3-5-3, three, three, they call it a 3-8. Uh, basically, all eight of the guys behind the three down linemen can be anywhere at the snap of the ball. Um, and so the pressure's going to be on Ian Book. The pressure's going to be on the offensive line. Um, I, I, I just think it's going to be a great matchup uh, today and and if Notre Dame wins it, they're going to earn it. There's no question. This is not an Iowa State team that is just going to come and lay down. Uh, that's an up-and-coming program under Matt Campbell, and uh, this is going to be this is going to be a good game. Uh, bottom line. Well, we're all looking forward to it, and it is going to be interesting to see how all the dynamics uh, play out, and if the Irish can get themselves all fired up. And who better to talk, who's kind of got a pulse on the team uh, down there right now, a former 1988 National Championship uh, team member and an NFL Pro Bowl uh, center, and the dad of a newly scholarship uh, Notre Dame football player. And we bring to the show Tim Grunhardt. Good morning, Tim. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, you know, listening to that breakdown, I'm a little nervous now. That, uh, that was a heck of a breakdown on, on Iowa State, but... Uh, no, I agree with you. You know, uh, listen, I, when I was at Kansas for a couple of years, I was there coaching the offensive line. We would go against Iowa State. They're tough kids, and so they play hard. They're gritty. Um, and you're exactly right. On the defensive side, that three three five, a lot of a lot of different looks out of that, a lot of pressure out of that, you know, a lot of four-week, four-strong uh, blitzes. Uh, yeah, I think the offensive line for the, for the uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish has to be ready today. Uh, they are going to bring pressure from everywhere. So, but the good thing is, you know, they're kind of a gambling team. So, if you're going to gamble, sometimes you're going to you're going to get burnt gambling like that. So, let's hope the Irish can make some plays with, and uh, and uh, get in that end zone. And Tim, so talk about gritty and everything. Uh, you got to be really proud of uh, Colin. And um, how, how surprised uh, Vince was telling me. I haven't had a chance to see that video yet, but uh, oh, quite man. a surprise, huh? Yeah, it was a surprise. You know, my wife and, and then the rest of the other kids, we were at Mass, at 9 o'clock Mass, and came out, and there was all kinds of text messages on our phones congratulating Colin, and that's awesome for Colin, and we had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, we, like everybody else, they kind of said, well, let's, let's search uh, Twitter and see what's going on, because, you know, if you uh, want to get the pulse of what's going on nowadays, you go to Twitter, I guess. So we went on there and saw the video, and uh, we were just elated, floored, uh, very excited for Colin. <clears throat> Excuse me, got a little cold here, but um, they, um, you know, they, they gave him a nice scholarship. They, you know, he listen, he, he went to Notre Dame with the idea that he wanted to be a, a, a student athlete and uh, obviously student first. And then, you know, if, if God willing was able to play football and, and at a higher level that, that maybe he'd earn a scholarship and, uh, you know, he went in there and did it. And, you know, some people earn scholarships when they're sophomores or juniors in high school, and some people earn scholarships when they're sophomores or juniors in college. So, uh, yeah, he just did it kind of the long way, but, uh, you know, in, in our eyes, he did it the right way. But then there, earned it and was able to uh, show Coach Kelly and, and Coach Quinn and, and the, the rest of that staff that he was a scholarship football player. Vince? 
I, I almost think it's more impressive from a, you know a gaining a scholarship standpoint to earn it while you're there at in college and doing it you know day in and day out and proving to everybody that you deserve to be there as opposed to what you did in high school and then some of the guys don't pan out etc i think I, I from a personal standpoint i'm just i'm so impressed and and we're, as as a notre dame fan so lucky to have your son on the team well thanks you know the, the, the one thing about colin is uh you know he was a, you know, it was an elite player in high in high school. But you know, he's only six foot one, and you know, I, I recruited people in college. I was a Division one football coach, and and I know what the people do and say, and how they look at measurables. And we knew that sure. uh, a six foot one football player is probably not going to get a scholarship because you know, usually it's about six, you know, six foot three is a cutoff. It's just the way it is. So to go in there like he did, and you know, and and uh, you know, he, there was a lot of naysayers saying, oh, you know. He, does he belong out there? And, and there's a lot of naysayers I said that, uh, that uh, you know, he would nothing, be nothing but just a glorified scout player and all that kind of stuff. But that's fine. You know, he went in there and he just said, this, I'm going to do my, my thing. And, and uh, the, the, the best part about the whole video, you know, not only the, the scholarship, the coach did a great job at Santa Claus and, and Mrs. Claus and all that kind of stuff, but the best <laughs> part was the reaction of the players. The players were so related and to a man since I've been down here, every one of them have come up to me and said, you know what, we are so happy for Colin. He deserved it. And uh, they were just as excited as the first time they were offered a scholarship. So, um, yeah, no, it was it was a great experience. And, and listen, I love these kids down here. I love this team. This team is a great team with just personalities and the way guys treat each other. And, uh, you know, they they may win or lose today. Uh, but this team is a bunch of winners in my eyes because, you know, they get it. They get what it's like to be a Notre Dame football player. They get what it's like to represent Notre Dame, uh, Lady on the Dome. They get what it's like to be a part of this university, and that's why I love this place. And that's why, you know, we have four generations of, of family members that brought school here. This is the Legacy Heating and Air Game Day Show on 96.1 WSBT. We're with 1988 National Championship uh, Center and NFL Pro Bowl Center, Tim Grunhard. Hey, Tim, being a, a bowl game show or whatever, do you have a... You followed the Irish before you became Notre, a Notre Dame person because of the history in your family. Do you have any bowl game memories before you even became of Notre Dame, like a favorite memory? Oh gosh, yeah. You know the, the, the you know the guy that I was blessed enough to play with, Joe Montana. Uh, I remember that, that I believe it was a Cotton Bowl down there. We were watching it uh, uh, in Chicago, and it was really cold. And he was chicken sick. soup game. Yeah, the chicken soup game. There you go. I remember. He, he came back, and I, it was a Chris Haynes who caught the ball in the end zone. Yes, just early. And uh, yeah, I mean that that was my favorite. I love that game. And then of course. Uh, I, I I do remember going back even farther than that when Notre Dame was able to beat Earl Campbell, and uh, that was when I was a little little kid. But I I still remember Earl Campbell was like my dad was like that is the biggest strongest running back, and he's boy Notre Dame's good and you know the tearaway jerseys and all that and okay so yeah that was another bowl game. I, listen, I've been watching Notre Dame bowl games since I can remember, and uh, I don't think I've missed many of them, but uh, those two really stand out. So hey, real how quick, about, uh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, Ben. No, I was going to say, yes. It's obviously you've got your pulse on this team, and you and you say you love this team, which is it, it's so much different when you get to see these guys day in and day out. And um, one of the things I was most impressed with was all the different guys that had 
eligibility to be in the NFL draft, and, and you know they're going to go, whether they're out of eligibility at Notre Dame or otherwise, and to a man, every one of them wanted to play in this game um, for various yeah. reasons. But kind of kind of touch on that and just the, the guys that – the reasons that they're coming back. I mean, when you're part of a team, you want to get that one extra shot in, uh, you know, playing together, I would imagine. But just kind of talk about those guys and what it means that they all are coming back to play in this game. Well, I think that, that's a great point. Um, you know, to a man, and, and I, I think there's going to be a couple more announcements today of guys coming back. Uh, I wish I could tell you, but uh, you know, I would maybe ruin the surprise. But, uh, but yeah, no, so, yeah, you're exactly right. You know, the, the cool part about it is that you're, you know, these, these guys have an opportunity to go on to the NFL. And to a man, when they ask me, you know, hey, what, you know what, what is it like in the NFL? I say, it's a good life. It's great. You know, it's fun. It's, it's exciting. And it pays well. But, uh, but you know, they, most of them have said, listen, I, we want to stay here and, 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 you know, this is our family. Um, you know, we want to finish what we started here. You remember now, this freshman class that are seniors now, they, I think their freshman year was a pretty poor year. So for them to win 10 games like they had the last two years and, uh, and, and, and give themselves an opportunity to, to uh, represent Notre Dame uh, in a bowl game is great. Uh, now, Listen, I, I, we, we all get it. You know, listen, the NCAA and the powers that be, they want Notre Dame in a, in a conference. And one of the reasons why Notre Dame is not playing in a bigger name bowl is because they're not in a conference. You know, they would be in the Orange Bowl if they were in the ACC. Uh, you know, who knows where else it would be if they were in any other conference. But, um, you know, so they're playing in a holiday, in, excuse me, down here in the uh, Camping World Bowl. But, you know, they want to go out there. They want to wear that helmet one more time, put those colors on one more time, and represent the school. And like you said, listen, they're coming. A lot of these guys are coming back. Most of the offensive linemen are coming back. And we'll find out about Cole and Ian probably a little bit, little bit later today. But uh, the odds are that at least half of those guys will be coming back. So um, I think that, um, uh, you know, that, that these guys uh, really like each other. Uh, I think they like representing Notre Dame, and, and they get what it's about to be a college football athlete. This is the Legacy Heating Air Game Day Show on WSBT. Vince Adario down in Orlando. Tim Growl here in Mishawaka. And Tim Grunhardt down there in Orlando, too. So it's been a fun couple days down there. How long have you been there? Yeah, we got down here on Christmas uh, night, uh, which was great because Callum received that uh, scholarship on Christmas Day. And uh, we were able to celebrate with him and kind of bring Christmas down to him. And he's been here since playing a little bit of golf and uh, just enjoying uh Enjoying being around some of the other families, and so yeah. So I got up this morning about seven o'clock this time, and and my wife's like, "What are you doing?" I said, "It's game day. We got to get going here. It's, it's <laughs> time to get out there." So of course she's looking at me like I'm crazy, but uh, that's the way it is. You know, it's game day. You know, I, and uh, waking the kids up, and you know, I have uh, uh, two. Well, my daughter, who's Kay, uh, Kaylee, who will be going uh, here tomorrow to Naples for her training trip for Notre Dame swimming. And my daughter, Cassie, who's going to be going to Fort Myers for her, her training trip and for St. Louis University. Uh, so, you know, getting those kids up at 730 in the morning is a trick, if you know what I mean. So, college kids. But, Come on, Coach. But, you can uh, do it. I did, yeah, I did. They're ready to roll. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this is what it's all about. It's, uh, it's uh, Notre Dame football uh, Saturday, and uh, I, there's no other place I'd rather be. Okay, tell me real quick. So uh, you're going against this three-five-five, or as Vince rightly termed it, who who knows what it is? This defense. Absolutely. So what are yeah. you looking for? And if you're making the calls in there in the offensive line, what are you doing? 
Well, listen, Notre Dame has got to establish the running game, and whether it's Tony Jones or Jafar Armstrong or whoever else they have back there, they've got to establish the running game because if you get yourself in third down long situations or passing situations, this defense can hurt you. They, they, they can bring guys from anywhere, and they, it's like Marty Schottenheimer used to call it <clears throat> spaghetti on a plate. They're going to be coming from everywhere. You're not going to know where, 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 where it's at. So, um, you know, you've got to put yourself in a position where you can kind of dictate to the defense so the defense dictating to you. So um, that's what I'm looking for first is, listen, they've got to put themselves in manageable situations. I, I think they'd have better athletes than Iowa State. Uh, I think Iowa State is a tough team. Uh, you know, every time we played against them, uh, when I was at Kansas, they, they always had a lot of toughness to them. <laughs> Excuse me. So they need to uh, really come out with an attitude to say, this, 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 this is our game. We've got to play our best football. And you're right. They, you said it earlier today that uh, Iowa State is, uh, is a good football team, and it's going to be a tough game for the Irish. Got a final score prediction? Uh, yeah, I think Notre Dame pulls it out at the end. I, I, I'm, I'm looking maybe 20, 28 to 14, 28 17, somewhere in that area. Uh, I, I like I like our defensive matchup against you know Notre Dame has done pretty well against teams that like to pass the ball uh, this year. You know the defensive backs and top eight have got those guys uh, prepared for those teams already this year. So uh, and I, hopefully we'll get a little bit of pass rush. But uh, I, I like the Irish winning this game by about fourteen. How impressed are we with with the the, the way the defensive yeah, head coach there. makes changes at halftime every game? Isn't that that's he just does a great job. Coach, yeah, Coach Lee has is, is, yep. is been great. And you know what? Uh, those guys love playing for him. Um, you know, they they really enjoy being around Coach Lee, and, and you can tell. So, uh, and we'll see. You know, hey, listen, uh, Tommy Reese, uh, first time calling plays. We'll see what kind of personality he has uh, calling plays and what his offense will, will look like. And I'm sure Coach Kelly's going to have his finger on the, uh, on the playbook a little bit also. But... You know, got to give Tommy some uh, some kudos here, and uh, let's see what this young guy could pull off. And and by the way, a uh, guy that we all know, Charlie Weiss, Charlie Weiss Jr., who just got hired as the offensive coordinator of South Florida. Uh, you know, another young guy. So these young gun offensive coordinators are aggressive, and they, and they and they have fun with it. And we'll and we'll see how Tommy does today. Looking forward to it, and uh, have a great time with your family down there. Root the team to victory, and uh, we're all really proud of uh, Colin getting that scholarship. Well, thank you. Hey, listen, go Irish, and uh, we, we need Mishawaka and South Bend and that area to, to uh, represent today and to send down some, uh, some positive energy down to Orlando. Cloudy, a little bit of rainy Orlando, but uh, hey, listen, it's going to be 80 degrees today, so you can't really complain too much. You got it. Appreciate it. Have a good day. <laughs> All right, guys. This is WSBT's Game Day from the WSBT studios in Mishawaka. And Vince in his cozy room down in Orlando. <laughs> got that Got that That's heat right. turned up today? Do you have to turn the heat up in a room down there? Uh, no, we actually turned the AC on uh, a little uh, in the middle of the night. So uh, that was kind of nice for <laughs> December 27th. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's still warm, man. I'm still walking around in, in, in short sleeves and shorts, but... Then again, I wear shorts to work every day, so I don't know what that means. So what you're saying right now is we're glad this is radio and there's not a camera looking at you in your room. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm fully dressed. I'm ready okay. to go. My wife might be a little upset if we had a camera in the room. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with South Bend Col- Tribune columnist Tom Noy down in Orlando.
Heating and Air Game Day Show is brought to you by Legacy Heating and Air. Protect your family. Schedule an $82 tune-up and safety inspection with Legacy Heating and Air. Enjoy a worry-free winter. Schedule online at LegacyHeatingAndAirInc.com. Buy Wings Etc. Grill and Pub. Good food, great times, and online ordering. Just go to WingsETC.com. By United Beverage, encouraging you to enjoy responsibly. Drink wiser. Buy the Skillet. Call the skillet today for your no fret, no mess catering opportunity at 574-234-6069. By the Food Bank of Northern Indiana, together we can stop hunger. Learn more at feedindiana.org. And by your state farm insurance agent, Tim Growl. For all your insurance needs, just call my man Tim at 232-9981. And that's Vince D'Addario down in Orlando in his comfortable hotel room. And now we're going to go to our A-team contributor over the year. And we really appreciate him checking in and for all the games. I'm not sure where he's at in Orlando. And the way he travels all the time, maybe he doesn't always know where, where he's at in the city. South Bend Tribune columnist Tom Noy. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tim. What's happening? I'm in my comfortable hotel room looking out the window and at some not very comfortable weather here in Orlando, Florida. And Matt and I are sitting in this cold studio looking at each other. Matt's, Matt's, <laughs> Matt's sick, and you guys are down here. Matt, I don't even know how we got this, this gig. But any, anyway, so you think that, that weather's going to impact anything down there? I mean, Vince already mentioned we don't want to have that horror of Michigan. Well, it won't be Michigan-esque, but it will be raining. There, there has been rain in the forecast all week. It was supposed to only be 50%. I woke up this morning. It was already raining at 6 o'clock. They've upgraded that to 90%, so it will rain throughout the game. It may stop for a window here or there, but nothing that we saw back in Ann Arbor in late October. Tom, your column today in the South Bend Tribune was talking about the the, the lacking of buzz, for a better lack of a word, I'm sorry, uh, missing from this game. Do you think think Notre Dame's going to come out a little flat? And if they do, do you think that will continue through the whole game? Well, I think every team comes out flat, Tim. Just the fact that it's been a month. It's so hard for a college football team. You know, you're talking about college kids that have gone through finals. They miss Christmas. They spent Christmas down here. They haven't been home in forever. It's really hard for college kids to flip that switch after 28 days off and pick up right where they left off. Some teams are able to do it. Some aren't. But I I just don't don't know if, if... We've seen enough of Notre Dame this week in the very limited opportunities that we've seen at the Irish that we can point to and say they're going to be good today or they're going to be bad today. Bowl games like this, you have absolutely no idea what type of team is going to show up for both sides. Vince? Yeah, and I, I think they're they're saying all the right things. Of course, I mean they're mm-hmm. saying that they've flipped the switch and they're, you know, they're ready for game day, et cetera. But yeah, I, I agree completely. You never really know what you're going to get. Um, I, I guess I'm happy with the fact that uh, you know everybody's playing for Notre Dame, which definitely was a possibility of not happening. Um, and so that's a good thing for Notre Dame. But with this rain, I mean, you know, Notre Dame wants to throw the ball. You know, Iowa State wants to throw the ball. You think there'll be a little bit more emphasis on running the ball? Probably. I mean, we'll see. Like, it is raining, but it's not supposed to rain heavily. It's just going to be more of a more of a, just a, a bothersome rain. But it's just it's going to be something where whoever's going to be able to run the ball or really throw the ball in the rain. I mean, that's that's what's going to happen. That where big plays where cornerback falls down, somebody goes 80 yards down the sideline for a touchdown and kind of swings the momentum. So we'll just have to see what happens. 
if you're Notre Dame, you're used to this. Like you're looking out your hotel room window now, and you're like, "Well, this is this is Michigan all over again. It's Stanford all over again. Let's just go play play one more football game this season." This is a Legacy Heating and Air Game Day show. Tim Growler here in WSBT. Vince Adair in Orlando. Tom Noy in Orlando. Hey, Tom. Growing up. Um, any bowl game favorite memories? We were just talking to Tim Grunhardt, talking about the Chicken Soup Bowl and, and beating <laughs> Earl Campbell and anything. Do you got uh, any uh, bowl game memories stick out? Well, I was, not a, I was not a Notre Dame fan growing up, but I'll go back to 1988. I had just started dating my girlfriend at the University of Dayton. Her family uh, is from South Bend. We watched the 1988, actually in, in 1989, the Fiesta Bowl, the national championship game from her parents' house in Swanson Highlands. 31 years later, we're still together. 25 years of marriage, we're still together. And I always, whenever I see highlights of that 1988 National Championship game, I always think back to that basically was the start of everything for me and my wife. Swanson Highlands. I coached baseball yes, teams. Sir. I coached baseball teams there because I grew up in Arlington Heights when I coached the Swanson nice. Highlands baseball teams. Man, memories. Hey, Tom, how about his status of where you think this team is at after this decade of Brian Kelly coaching? A solid football program. Like, everybody wants national championships. They want to play in the college football playoff. But I think a lot of people forget this is the first time a a Notre Dame football program has won double-digit games back-to-back-to-back years since 91-93. And those were some pretty good teams that Lou Holtz had back then. So it's, it's something where, yeah, you want to play for a national championship, but the game has changed. The game of college football has changed. The landscape has changed. Notre Dame had to change with it. Notre Dame in, in 2019 in college football isn't the same as Notre Dame in college football in the 70s and 80s. So to win at least 10 games the last three years, I think some fans get jaded and they forget about the fact that it's really hard to get to 10 wins playing in national schedule the way Notre Dame does. There's, there really is no off week to where you can say, okay, we've got a really tough game against this opponent but next week we can get healthy and maybe get our guys some rest. It's, it's, it's everybody's biggest game. And for Brian Kelly to win at least 10 games the last three years, that just can't be overlooked by people. All right, Tom. So you and I made the trek down here to Orlando, and we're going to be watching the team live. Uh, what do you see happening today overall and kind of your prediction for uh, how, how things go today? How about a Big 12 shootout, the way Iowa State is always involved, seems like they're always involved in, whether it's Oklahoma or Texas, where there's a lot of yards, a lot of points, a lot of touchdowns. Let's, get an, let's have an exciting game. I mean, that's, that's all I'm looking for right now. I'm like 34-33, have it go down to, the, down to the wire, not let the rain be a factor, not let defenses be a factor. Iowa State <laughs> got a high-power offense that's a record-setting <laughs> offense. Offensively for Notre Dame, we have no idea what we're going to see from Tom Reese, the new offensive coordinator, replacing Chip Long. So if I'm Tom Reese, don't play it safe. Let's cut it loose and go for it. Does something really happen one way or the other, Tom, for next year if this team wins or loses today? No, not uh, because, because again, it's, it's, it's such a detachment from the regular season to where you get on a roll. I, I, I think what happens more for this team next season is the fact that they were able to bounce back from that loss to Michigan and win five straight games and cruise through November undefeated. I think they'll carry that into next season more so than what's going to happen in the next 60 minutes of football on a rainy, cloudy, ugly day in Orlando in late December.
Well, we want you to root the Notre Dame team to a victory. <laughs> Enjoy that cloudy, rainy day down there. Did you get to Disney World or anything while you've been there? Heck no. Vince will tell you to be the first to tell you. It's all work down here for us. We've well, Vince, got, Vince we got i got to tell you, Tom, Vince got to Disney World. <laughs> well, if that's not what he was telling us. So he's telling you a different story. <laughs> Maybe he was at the Disney store and he was just trying to make me feel like he was, you know, down there at Disney. <laughs> yeah, like you go to Orlando, you got to go to Disney. Like it's it's a prerequisite. Like when you go to South Bend, you got to visit Notre Dame. You go to Orlando, you got to go to Disney World. It's on, it's on everybody's itinerary. You got it. You got it. Now every time I drive down Cleveland past Swanson Highlands, Tom, I'm sorry, I'm going to be thinking about you. So there you go, my man. All right. Well, you have a great a great time and a great day and a safe trip coming back and happy New Year. Tim, happy New Year, Vince. I'll see you in a little bit. Yep, see you in a couple hours. And this Later, is guys. the this is the game day show on WSBT. We'll be right back with Consensus All American Hall of Famer Rob. Your game day show is brought to you by Smith's Downtown Tap and Grill. Text Smith's DT to 85100 for exclusive deals and specials. By Leck Lightner Door at Leck Lightner, we open all the right doors. By Kyle's Auto Repair, a dead battery is no fun. Have yours tested at Kyle's, Lincoln Way East in Mishawaka. By Krennic RV Center, family fun starts here with 27 acres of RVs. Exit 39 off I-94 in Coloma, Michigan. By Ivy Court Inn and Suites, a boutique hotel just steps away from the University of Notre Dame. And by Hotspot Wi-Fi Pods, providing Wi-Fi and mobile device support services through patented Wi-Fi pods to ensure your event stays connected and engaged. Visit them at hotspotwifipods.com. And that's Vince D'Addario down in Orlando. Tim Growl here back in the Mishawaka studios. Even though I can't see events, I think you were tapping your pen or bumping your feet to a little bit of another one bites the dust. I there was there's a mirror sitting right in front of me here at the <laughs> desk, and I was dancing, and it was ugly to watch, but I was enjoying myself. <laughs> well, my next guest has enjoyed life, and I'm I'm serious. I'm not I'm not saying that pejoratively. He just is a super nice guy. I call him a big teddy bear. I've had a chance to get to know him real well and call him a friend. But let me tell you how. I don't want to say mean on the football field he can be, but he was just a great player. Recently named the most dominant defender in Notre Dame history, which is a storied history. Had 77 tackles for losses in career, 28 in one season, 340 career tackles is the most by any defensive lineman at Notre Dame, 12 fumble recoveries the most by any defender at Notre Dame. He started his career out at Notre Dame blocking a punt in his first game, and he broke the punter's leg. On top of it, Ross Browner, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Jim. How are you doing? How's everything going? And how's the Irish nation? The Irish nation is doing great, and I so appreciate it. You know, you coming on because it's very early where you're, you're at, just after 7.30 a.m. And so, so I really appreciate you getting up to talk to us. Well, thank you so much, Jim. I really appreciate it, and I, I loved it. And, you know, anytime I can talk with you and uh, Notre Dame, uh, fans across the world, I, I always love to do it. So let's go back real quickly to that to that beginning start at at, at Notre, Notre Dame. It's been a long time since we talked about how you got um, how you got recruited. How about a story there on how that happened and who who was the one that recruited you? Well, I was recruited by um, 
uh, Mike Stock and um, Greg Blosh and, um, of course, Joe Yonto. <laughs> All three had to come and see me. And um, at that time in 72, uh, I think uh, Notre Dame was just changing over, but I didn't know about that. I thought it was still all men's uh, men's school. And I said, well, <laughs> I'm not interested in going to an all-men's school. So, you know, you guys got to convince me that you know, something, something's going to happen. And they said, well, we're going co-ed. I said, okay, now I can visit you, okay? <laughs> I hadn't heard that story. Go ahead. <laughs> and, um, and when I got, you know, got a chance to come to the campus and, and be- a beautiful campus, uh, I was visiting a lot of campuses at that time. I was uh, recruited by like 30 schools, and I visited about 30 schools back then. Uh, I know they're not allowed to visit that wow. many now, but I was a country boy coming from Warren, Ohio, so I hadn't been anywhere. So I said, well, let me visit your campus and see how it looks. <laughs> so I got a lot of... Uh, a lot of chances to visit a lot of campuses. And then when I met all the head coaches, uh, you know, Tom Osborne, of course, at that time at Nebraska, um, you know, it was uh, Bo Schembecker at Michigan, uh, Michigan State, Ohio State, Woody Hayes, uh, Penn State, um, you know, and then that was Joe Paterno and all the guys. So I met a lot of famous uh, historical and, and Hall of Fame coaches. And, um, I got a chance to meet Air for a season. And Air just stuck in there. And uh, he always uh, was very, very, very nice and very intelligent. And I, I just loved how he uh, looked at the game. And he allowed me to come to campus and visit. And when I got my visit and everything, I just knew that the people and the players that were on the team, I wanted to play with those guys. And it went from there. And then our first uh, scrimmage against uh, the varsity, you know, that's when freshmen was first uh, allowed to play with the varsity back uh, in 73 uh, after that accident at, uh, you know, the famous school there. Uh, they had the plane accident, and they were allowed, uh, the NCA allowed us to uh, play freshmen with the varsity then. And uh, after that, that scrimmage uh, against <laughs> the first team, uh, Air Force said, hey, who are these guys? I mean, we can't move this ball on them. And they're freshmen. <laughs> he, said, he said, I was all in the backfield. Luther was knocking down passes. <laughs> um, Willie Fry was all on the other side, knocking down people and everything. And, you know, it's about six of us got promoted uh, to first and second team after that uh, scrimmage against the varsity. And uh, Luther and I was able to be promoted to first team uh, defense. Uh, Luther was a corner a cornerback, and I was a defensive end. And boy, what excitement it was to be able to uh, start uh, in the college at Notre Dame. And we were so, so proud to be able to do that. We're with Ross Browner, two-time UPI Lineman of the Year, two-time Consensus All-American, Maxwell Award winner. I can go on and on. I'm sure he doesn't mind hearing all that, but I know Ross, Ross is a very uh, humble guy and everything. And I, I wanted to ask you, you know, all these years, you know, you'd really just blow through people and knock them down, go around them, up them, side, whatever. But you would reach down then and pick a lot of the guys back up. What do you think about the ones you know, that's been, this has been going on for a while where they're getting up and they're celebrating and dancing around and doing everything else? Does that bother you? Uh, 
Uh, no, not too much, but. You know, I always said, get ready for the next play. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that uh, loved, loved to play and, and loved to play against all the offenses that were out there at the, our time. And, you know, what I, I did, I just always concentrated on um, looking at the formation, looking at my man across from me, his balance, and how he gets into his stance. And then seeing who else is going to be able to help him because sometimes I was double team and triple team and the back in the backfield and all that type of thing so you know it was a lot of a lot of different looks and everything that people were giving us and um and Joe Yanto always told me stay low and just go through them and I said okay that's what I'm going to do coach <laughs> Now you, you had you had mentioned how you know the how beautiful the university was and and that was one one of the small reasons that you chose Notre Dame. I assume you've been back recently. Talk a little bit about how how much the campus has changed over the years since you first stepped foot on campus as a recruit. Oh my gosh! I mean, it is a beautiful campus. North South was all we had. They got East West. <laughs> Southeast, Southwest. I mean, it, it is a beautiful campus. I mean, I love the uh, the uh, growth and uh, and the look. It has got a beautiful look. Every time you step on campus, it's like uh, going into the future. Uh, I said, boy, this this would be a great school to go to. Even even now, I would still choose it above all the others. There you go. And I, I'm sure when you were playing at Notre Dame, I mean, you, you knew you were good and you knew that you were leaving, you know, your mark on Notre Dame. But talking about, like, the, the younger guys that were on the team, and, you know, helping those guys out when you were an upperclassman, were you were you aware of kind of the legacy that you wanted to leave, you know, not only uh, on the record books, but, you know, with the guys on the team and, and you know, in that position room of yours? Well, uh, you know, just this being a player on the team was just so exciting for me. And um, I just tried to do everything I could to help the school win win games. And then plus my team. My teammates were just fabulous and wonderful. I mean, people like Joe Montana. I mean, uh, you know, we had, we had some wonderful, great players along with us. Ken McAfee, um, Steve McDaniels, uh, you know, uh, Daniel Keller here, you know, we had wide receivers, uh, you know, we, we, we had almost all the positions very well covered with some great talent. And um, running backs, uh, we did have Al, Al Hunter at one time, and then we ended up having uh, just a wonderful running back that, you know, just, you know, running backs uh, just, just took over for us and helped us out a whole lot on the offense. And, um, our offense got out there and scored, and our defense, I mean, we were uh, Bob Golick and all the guys. I mean, we, we had some wonderful Willie Fry, um, uh, Mike Mike Calhoun. Uh, you know, it was just, uh, oh, boy, I'm talking about our defensive line a lot because we, we had a great defensive line there. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, just, uh, just tremendous guys that just, and Ken Dyke, I mean, there's so many great guys that, that played all of us together and put us all together and boy we just played uh to make sure that we didn't give up big plays and we all played together and uh, we just tried to make uh destroy offenses i mean I, that's my thing that's what i told coach uh coach air procedure when he asked me which position because i was a tight end also in high school and uh, he said defensive man he said well ross uh 
I really was looking at you as a tight end. I said, well, yeah, that coach, that's okay. I got some pretty good hands, but I said, I'd like these hands to really grab quarterbacks and slam running backs and just knock over offensive linemen. I mean, I said, I just like destroying offenses. He said, okay, well, you can play defense. <laughs> so that was how I was able to play defense. And uh, from that point on, he just said, just do do the best job you can. And uh, Coach Yanto, I tell you what, that was a wonderful uh, defensive line coach and uh, also a defensive um, coordinator for us after a while. And uh, he just told me, just go out there and just make things happen. So I said, okay, Coach, that's what I'm going to do. And uh, in the first game, I mean, uh, you know, butterflies were all in my stomach. And I was, you know, just so – and we had a packed stadium. And we were playing Northwestern. And, you know, I was like, I got to do something to – help out the team. So, you know, when it broke through and got that uh, punt, uh, the punter and everything, I, you know, accidentally hit him and all, but, you know, I knocked the, uh, <laughs> I knocked the, uh, the, the kick down and uh, scored the first three, uh, well, two points. It was back then, two, two points in the game. And it started us off in 1973 with scoring. And uh, so I was always telling uh Coach uh, Air Force and I said, remember, Coach, I, I, I scored the first couple points, you know, for the 73 team. He said, yeah, Ross, I remember. I know that. I know that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience. And from that point on, I just knew that, um, you know, they really believed in me. And I just went on ahead and played for the players that, you know, I really love to play with. Steve Sylvester, um, Steve Niehaus, uh, Mike Fanning. I mean, we had Mike Stock or Jim Jim Stock, um, Mike's Mike's uh, brother, uh, and um, and then Willie Fry and all this. You know, we just we just really really got in there and just wanted to do the job against every university that we played against. Hey Ross, we really appreciate you taking the time out today, and you've been a part of game day for I think thirty thirty years coming in and on. And I sure hope uh, next year in our fiftieth year we can find a time to uh, meet in person again and uh, do a live segment together. Oh, that'd be great! I'll, I'll be up this year. All right. This All right. year, I, I got, didn't get a chance, but I will be back, okay? We'll hold you to that, and we appreciate it. And as we, as we go to break, I want everybody to imagine, as good as a defensive player that you were, man, I would have liked to seen you run down that field catching the ball as a tight end, knocking people <laughs> left and right. Oh, it was fun. It All was fun. All right, Ross, thanks a lot, and you have a happy new year. And we'll be right back with more on game. And your game day show is brought to you by Fisher's Tips and Chips Barbecue. Save the stress and let Fisher's Tips and Chips cater your event. Just South 11th Street, just over the state line in Niles. By Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Contact Matt Wilson in South Bend or Pablo Rodriguez in Granger. By Eddy Street Commons at Notre Dame. Come dine, shop, and enjoy the merchants at Eddy Street Commons. By Carmela's at McCree's, your post-game dining destination, and McCree's Italian Bakery for all your tailgating needs. By Budweiser, great times are waiting. Grab some buds. And finally, by Legacy Heating and Air, they offer efficient and affordable options when it comes to heating your home. Take advantage of 0% financing or rebates up to $1,700 on select Daikin Heating System. Schedule a free estimate today at Legacy Heating and Air, Inc., 
Tim down in Orlando and Tim Growl here in the Mishawaka studios. Hey Vince, it's been a great season. I really enjoyed working with you uh, this year. Thank you so hey, much. I'm excited about next year. This is going to be, we're, we're going to start a new tradition here. I'm excited. All right, right. Hey, hey uh, give me a 20 second prediction on the game. I've got Notre Dame by 10. I think I had 31-21 for our publication, so I'm going to stick with that. I think Notre Dame, it's going to be close, but I think they pull away in the end. And then what was the final score? Did you just say by 10, or did you give a final score? Yeah, 31-21 is 31, what I'm going to go with. That sounds about, that sounds about right. So... Yes, indeed. Hopefully we'll be together again, as they say, as game day will celebrate a historic local broadcasting milestone as it enters its 50th year on WSBT in 2020. That first show will be August 29th as your Fighting Irish venture over to Dublin to face Navy. And what a season will be for Notre Dame next year as they also head to Packer Stadium to face Wisconsin and take on Clemson at home. It definitely is going to be a special season. But what makes game day special is all the great guests that take the time out of their day to talk, Notre Dame football, and more. And none of this would happen without you listening. Vince and I thank you so much for tuning us on each and every week. And a big thank you to our in-studio producer, Matt Embry, our remote engineer, Jeremy Mays, and our station general manager, Bill Gamble. Don't go anywhere as game day sports beat immediately follows us, followed by the Notre Dame tailgate pregame show, and then the kickoff just after 12 noon. And then don't forget to join Sean Stars and Reggie Brooks for the official post-game show. So once again, thank you for joining us on the Legacy and Heating and Air Game Show for 2019. And we'll talk to you next August on your home for Fighting Irish Football, WSBT South Bend. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.